What's going on, guys? My name is Jacob. This is the podcast Music and More presented by Musicians Daily. And I have a good friend, Lawson Lindsay, in the building. Say what's up. What's going on, guys? So we talk about in this episode a bunch of fun stuff. We talk about... Tell them something we talk about. High school bands, music we listened to growing up. Me being called a devil worshiper in sixth grade. <laughs> oh, yeah. Lots of fun stuff. You know, modern music, like what we're listening to now today and passing away of Chester and that kind of stuff and how it's affected our lives. We also talk about social media analytics, uh, Lawson's big success on YouTube. <laughs> He's passing all of them PewDiePie <laughs> dabbing on them haters. I'm going to stop and we're going to roll episode two. Yeah. Lawson. What's going on, dude? <laughs> How you doing? Good. Thanks for having me. Dude, thank you for taking the time out of your very busy day. <laughs> really busy day. Of, uh, home editing. <laughs> Take, thank you for taking the time. So uh, just for the people out there, just tell them who you are, what you do, and uh, all that stuff. All right. My name is Lawson Lindsay. I, uh, I'm a fisherman and YouTuber. I uh, post YouTube videos online about fishing and kind of vlog style videos about taking people through my day and fishing, different kind of stuff like that. And I also am a musician. I play the guitar. Not as much as I'd like to, but I love music and I love playing. I'm very appreciative of Jacob having me on and we're going to talk some music, something I desperately need in my life. Oh yeah. And if you hear like a cracking noise in the background, Lawson's not old. He's not like cracking his back. It's just his chair that keeps cracking. No worries. No worries. This is, we're still new at this podcast thing, but, um, yeah, no, me and Lawson, we, uh, went to middle school and high school together. I mean, Lawson was my soccer captain, my <laughs> soccer team, but, um, Lawson also introduced me to breed love guitars. I remember, um, being a senior and playing this guitar. I've never, I'm like, what's, it was back then when they had the squiggly, um, B. Yeah, before they changed their logo. Yeah, before they changed their logo. But I remember playing. I'm like, what's this pointy headstock and this squiggle? <laughs> but why is this wood so beautiful? And then I just, the moment it went in my hands, I'm like, this is probably the best acoustic guitar I've ever played. They so, are, they are seriously so beautiful. So and the tone what, is awesome. What got you into breed love guitars? Because I mean, they're not like a Taylor Martin sort of like. It's not bearing... something that everybody has. They're like, oh yeah, I pick exactly. up a Taylor or whatever. No, my brother, who Brenton, who you know and is mm -hmm. a great musician, he he picked up Breed Loves, and I don't know where he found it. I guess from working at the guitar shop, the same place you work. Yeah, our local guitar shop here. Um, yeah, the owner introduced him to Breed Loves, and he fell in love with them and has two or three different models over the years. And I was just getting into playing the guitar, and I played for like a year and a half and was like, all right, it's time to upgrade to like my first serious acoustic guitar, you know, from a $100 like beginner model kind of thing. And um, he was like, you got to get a Breed Love. Like, it's where it's at. The tone's great. They are one of the most beautiful guitars. Like, you can't really say anything bad about them, to be honest. No way. I mean, just what got me was the playability, which is how comfortable it is. Because, I mean, I'm Well, a, you could play them for hours. Exactly. And I'm a sissy. Like, I, <laughs> I, I complain a lot. So, the fact that, like, when I was picking up this acoustic guitar, it just went so well. What kind of... Um, you have... Uh, it's a concert. It's a it's a concert size, so it's organ. a it's an organ series concert size, and it's all Myrtle wood. It's probably it's still I've I mean I've worked at a local guitar shop. We were the at Wolf Guitars. We're the biggest breed love dealer on this side of the Missis the right side of the Mississippi, um, here in South Florida. But I played a ton of breed love guitars, and Lawson's is still one of my personal favorites. I I even own a really high model one too. But Lawson's something with. You scored, man. Just like the wood, the way it aged too, and it's just like really developed. It's awesome. 
no, I, I really feel blessed to have the guitar. And to be honest, in like the world of guitars, it's expensive, but it's not really that stupidly expensive. No. You know, like for a high model guitar, it, I would say it's like kind of like on almost the lower end of high end guitars. Mm-hmm. That'd be like a fair thing to say. But yeah, no, for sure. And um, I mean, just awesome. Like hit the jackpot really with my first like real guitar. Yeah. And, and to the point where I probably won't buy another acoustic guitar for a long time unless I really just want a really different tone or sound. But right. I'm just happy with it. No, it's awesome. And then once I got shown to the world, the breed loves, they make a, a lower model, um, for more, more affordable. I think I have like a two ninety nine one. That's kind of like what I gig out with like a bars outside things. Like I mean, we're in South Florida, so it's hot, humid, and I'm playing by the salt water. So, I mean, it's seen better days, but I definitely don't want to take my, high-end personal recording guitar out to <laughs> but even those ones play really well yeah like they play the four hundred dollar oh yeah and stuff exactly like they play they play so well it's just the playability and how comfortable they are i really really love it i mean yeah so that was Lawson was the first one to show me what a real acoustic guitar was <laughs> <laughs> but we also go way back than that we were kind of technically kind of like my first band experience was like with oh, you gosh. if you want if you want so to open that bad. crack of worms <laughs> so bad we um we went to the same high school and we went to like a little christian school and as i said on a previous podcast um i kind of you i mean once you you find once they find out that you if you have any talent at all you'll get forced into doing something no matter how bad you don't want to do it or you do want to do it the administration will make you do it exactly there's no other way to put it so i kind of got like pushed in shoveled in and then lawson's kind of lawson was kind of already in because i mean brenton your brother was was the teacher yeah my brother senior. was a teacher and literally the only reason i did it was so i could take a class with my older brother and it was awesome too yeah it was fun I had a lot of fun. I mean, we just, I remember in the mornings just jamming and it was like kind of like my first experience, like playing with a collective group, like a band and all that stuff. I mean, I, I mean, I did that like in the past, but it wasn't as like kind of like structured, stru- right? Perfect word. Stru- it it like was structured. weird in a sense because it's hard when it was a class, like we got a grade for it and it was based around Christian music. So we really didn't have that much freedom. And my brother, he actually like loved music and I mean, obviously still does love music, but he had administration breathed down his neck so he couldn't even let us have like the freedoms of like if we wanted to play something different for like a service at school or for an event at school like we had to have our songs like selected and stuff like that it was yeah it was bullshit i mean that's that's (laughs) it was no other way to say it and that is the first curse word ever to ever be on the podcast and it's for this subject but that's how you know he's angry dude yeah it was it was crap i mean it was completely crap because i mean brenton did so much remember he did like a coffee house sort of like acoustic thing and like really made like an event and made music like part of like the community and like the school and Mm -hmm. all that stuff too but I mean, yeah, having an administration breathing down his neck. And, and we even just... had people who were in the band with us who were, like, just so bad and annoying. Where, So Jacob, he mentioned, like, a coffee house thing. So my brother had this cool idea where we were going to set up, like, a fake coffee house at the school where we're going to serve, like, muffins and drinks and stuff like that. And everyone's going to come in and be, like, a $5 admissions. And we probably had, like, 120 people come or whatever. And it was to raise money for the music program. And we weren't going to play, like, worship music like we normally did. We were just going to play, like, acoustic set of, like, maybe, like, Jack Johnson or of Monsters and Men, stuff like that kind of music. And we were going to play Little Talks by Monsters and Men. Do you know this story? Yeah, I remember this story. And one of the girls complained and had the song removed and 
her parents went to the teacher, the went to the principal of the school and got my brother in trouble, saying he's promoting a song that talks about like suicide or something like that. Dude, yeah, it was so annoying because there was so much potential and opportunity. We're not doing songs so obscure and out and out there and inappropriate. I mean, all the songs were appropriate. That song was actually that was pop. It was popular. It, it was, was really popular. Yeah, at that then. time too. So everybody knew about it. It was on played on every like and radio station. And we played station. it really well because we had like a saxophone player. Oh, to it play was fun. It, it yeah, sounded so good. I remember Anthony, dude. He ripped, <laughs> Mr. Saxman. Yeah, but that's like what you got to deal with when you're a little private Christian school graduating with 30 kids in your class. Hey, this is something else. So remember, remember when I got called the devil worshiper when sixth grade? Yes, for, J- for, Jacob wore an ACDC t-shirt to gym class one day in sixth grade, and our teacher called him a devil worshiper and made him go take his shirt off and change it inside out. Oh, man. So since it's private school, we're in uniforms, and sometimes we're blessed <laughs> blessed blessed to be wearing not uniforms it's called dress down days and um <laughs> we had a uh, like gym class or something and then this is like halfway through the class or something or whatever like the day and i was in gym class i remember like because your p remember the pe teacher like always said like if you're playing if you're playing freaking basketball he'd be like all right this is how you play basketball kids and Ireland's like we know so like we're all sitting around listening to this guy talk and then like he just stops mid-sentence looks down at me and he's like what are you wearing and i'm like a shirt i didn't know what he meant by that and he's just like how 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 did you get through the whole day wearing something like that? I'm like, I don't know what you, I'm sorry. I don't know what you mean. He's like, go, go change, go change. ACDC promotes devil worship. We can't have that kind of stuff in our school. It's just unacceptable. Oh, he's yeah. Yeah. He called me out in front of everybody. And I was just like, what? And he's like, and this was your first year at our school. Yeah, I was was still like somewhat like the new kid. And then he's like, go change. I'm like, I don't have any other clothes. He's like, well, go put your shirt inside out. So I walked, put my shirt inside out. I had to walk around class with my shirt inside out like the whole day. And, yeah, I was called a devil worshiper by him, and then that was a Friday, and then like Saturday, Sunday, and I was like so embarrassed. Like I told my parents and all that stuff. So my dad showed me ACDC. That like ACDC was really like Angus Young's guitar playing was really like the introduction of like kind of electric guitar into my life. Like Thunderstruck, I thought that stuff was so like sick. hearing sick riffs. Like, you know yeah. when you're eleven year old kid, you don't hear that type of music growing up. At least from our perspective, you know, we didn't have, you know, what did, what kind of music was played when we were growing up? Like Black Eyed Peas and stuff like that. Like, like you bl- don't hear good music, like good guitarists and like fat lips, dude. You know what I'm yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, because, I mean, born 95, you're born 95, yeah. right? Yeah, so, I mean, our generation is definitely that. I remember being young listening to ACDC with my dad and just like going, just my ears were like popping with joy. It was just <laughs> insane, but... And then for him to call me like a devil worshiper and just because of something he thought represented what it was not because ACDC from what I'm my understanding was they named the band that because the words AC dash DC was written on I think Angus Young's sister's sewing machine and he saw that and liked it and just went with it. And it was it was ridiculous because and then I remember Monday and Tuesday coming back to class having private meetings with him making sure I was right in the head right with my faith and all this stuff and I'm like that, that's rock and roll brother you get like, in trouble <laughs> when you're 11 <laughs> rock and roll never die it was um 
It was quite the experience, but no, I definitely want to kind of go back on what you're talking about, just growing up, kind of the music like we'd listen to. Like, yeah, I remember Black Eyed Peas was up there, but also like, um, we well, had. A, I'm not saying like we didn't. Me and you, I don't think we listened to that. Music, no, that's like what was popular then. Well, my humps was kind of my jam. <laughs> my humps, my humps, but I remember. <laughs> Check it out. Um, no, we had a local radio station called the Buzz. That was got murdered, dude. That yeah, that R.I.P. That was. That was the jam. Like they had like the Buzz Bake Sale, which they'd have just like kind of like alternative rock, punk rock sort of stuff. Like stuff I really liked, kind of like in middle school. Like I remember I was listening to like Green Day, Rise Against, and then like they played all like kind of alternative, like '90s alternative and like two, early 2000s like alternative rock on the station. Like so it was like Blink One Eight Two, Green Day, yeah, um, even newer stuff that came yeah. out like uh, Three Days Grace. Mm-hmm. Um, Shine Down, I think. Oh. Shine, yeah, Shine Down's from Florida, right? Dude, I like Shine Down. Yeah, Shine Down's sick. Um, I'm trying to think, like, uh, oh, what's the band? They're like an album. Their album cover, Fake It, Fake It. Da-na-na-na-na. Do you know what I'm talking about? Or no, <laughs> no, I don't know. Dang it, Seether. That's what they're. they're oh, are. Dude, yeah, Seether. Yeah. Oh, right. that's my jam. See, like, the, like that was that was the that was the stuff, and then. Because that was the radio station we had locally, and we were just like always listening to that. And then some of like the other stuff, of course. With like, it, was, it was pretty much honestly the only radio station that wasn't garbage. I feel I feel like today music radio is pretty off. I don't listen to the radio today. Mm-hmm. I mean, I listen to the the local morning show because I like, listen to talk shows. But. Yeah, like I, like anything on the radio. Listen to the local KVJ show because I mean they're they're the homies. I mean, oh yeah, and they support you guys. Yeah, and they support so my cool. my local band here, the Helmsman. And uh, so I listen to them, and once I. Once they're done, I just turn it off. <laughs> Either drive in silence, listen to a podcast. Dude, I know joke. I play a game in my in my car that like people get so mad at when I get in the car. I'll say Adam or Rihanna, and they what are you talking about? Adam or Rihanna? And they're like, what do you mean? I'm like. Either pick Adam Levine or Rihanna, and one of them will come on on our drive to wherever we're going. Whether it's one minute or an hour, it'll come on. And they're like, no, it won't. And I'll turn on the radio, and it'll be like Maroon 5, like, sugar. Yeah. Or it'll be Rihanna singing something stupid. Like, oh my. It, play the game. It happens. Like, I, it's a real thing. I, I'm going to play that on my way back <laughs> back home. That's that's funny. But, yeah, you know, like, late, like 90s music and, like, early 2000s, like, sort of, like, punk rock post rock sort of alternative even like even like ska sort of stuff i mean it was a big influence on my life what would you say for yourself really similar because a lot of you know as a younger brother like i listened to what my brother listened to and he was like really into music and stuff like that so i listened to a lot of like alternative rock so it was like Soundgarden and foo fighters and weezer yeah they fall in that category like blink 182 and i listened to ska too like real big fish Mm -hmm. A lot of like good stuff. I feel like me and you, like growing up, like we were actually one of the few guys or people who listened to like music that wasn't just like on the radio. Yeah. Yeah. No, just like super like underground stuff. Even like back in the day, like when MySpace was even like still a thing, <laughs> I just remember discovering kind of like local bands, not even remotely from Florida, and just like listening to them, just like being hipster to music before being hipster to music was even a thing before hipsters ruined it yeah before hipsters <laughs> took it and ruined it man but um i kind of want to touch a base on um that like you're now famous on the internet like what like <laughs> no. let's i kind of want to talk a little bit about that um when people ask me that i say mediocrely famous <laughs> like i wouldn't go there so lawson Lindsay, as you were saying before he's um he's a fisherman he's hey, dude 
I got girls trying to slide into the DMs. Oh, oh boy. The only people that slide in my DMs is... All three of them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I have uh, guys sending me guitar Well, it's like nudes. it's like a 98% guy to girl... Or to like 2% girl ratio. Oh, really? So <laughs> you're not with that. Like, I'll have like 120 DMs and like two of them might be from a girl. And all the guys are like, hey, can I go fishing with you? Yeah, and then from the girls, they're like, hey, my boyfriend watches your videos. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, but kind of I want to touch base on that because I just numbers fascinate me, especially kind of like social media analytics. And you just recently, I mean, you hit thirty five, like you're at thirty five thousand subscribers now. I mean, you hit thirty thousand. It wasn't even a month ago, I, I would think, but like two weeks ago. it was probably like two weeks ago. You hit thirty thousand, but in December you were at nine thousand. So your your channel's been growing and your content's been getting better and better. I'm not saying that because Thank you're, you. that. I'm not saying that because you're right in front of me looking at me, <laughs> but I'm saying it because it's true. I mean, you were, you were just in, what was it? Virginia, Virginia Ohio. Ohio. You flew into DC yeah. and some, like some of those videos are like, like the film work also is just, it's, it's awesome. I mean, like some people like what they do. I mean, cause I mean, I'm starting to do a lot more filming and it's like, I, and I really enjoy filming, but I can see the joy you have in like editing cinematography. Oh, yeah. And all that stuff. But yeah, tell me kind of like a little elevator pitch about just your whole YouTube launch and career. Like the rise of mediocrity. The, or ri- like, <laughs> the rise of fishing with Lawson Lindsay. I don't know. It just started with something cool where I kind of discovered that like there's actually like a market for fishing on YouTube. And I was like, oh, I want to do this. Like I go out and fish every day anyway. So it started off just like strapping a GoPro on my chest or whatever. Then it turned into okay, well, let's get, like, a big camera and let me introduce myself and be like, hey, what's going on, guys? This is what we're going to do today. And kind of trying to turn it into more of a show instead of just random clip after clip. And slowly gained a following and then kind of started really taking it serious, probably in August maybe, and putting out multiple videos a week and, like, reaching out to people and putting out as many videos as I can and learning how to film better and how to edit better. And it's cool because a lot of those things like can help you in life no matter what, you know, filming and editing and photography and understanding those things can be great. But um, it's awesome, you know, in the grand scheme of things, it's kind of a small channel right now. You know, when you think about the whole YouTube thing, there's people who have literally like 20 million subscribers or whatever, but it's cool. And like, you know, I'm happy where I am now, but obviously you always want to keep growing and never stay stagnant. But yeah, it's cool. <laughs> that first moment when you kind of just decided, because I mean, you've taken me fishing out so many times. You've taken like our buddies out locally. Just like I mean, you're I mean, you're literally always on the water. I mean, you wake up every day like at five or six or I, something. I spend like. probably nine to twelve hours a day on the water. Yeah, I'm surprised you're on land right now. <laughs> it's the weekend. You caught me on a good time. I don't I'm, sur- go out I'm surprised we're not doing this podcast on a boat and you're hearing. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably not going to come through well, but anyways. Um, so that first moment when you decided just to film your fishing video, like to film your fishing adventure that day, did you kind of have any expectations kind of like, Oh, I kind of like want to do like a YouTube channel, this and that did, like, or did you like, oh, I just want to make a video, upload it and just do something. Cause I like it and stay consistent with it. I was watching some guy, and he's like a great filmer and he's actually now I know him he's a friend of mine fishing and he was posting videos and I was like this kid doesn't know what he's doing like I know more (laughs) about fishing than this guy does and I went out and filmed and literally I knew it was going to be bad like the first like few videos the first time you do anything like it's never going to be like this amazing perfect thing like you have in your head like this podcast (laughs) it's all a learning experience that's what makes it fun and enjoyable and you know I went out that first time and just filmed like 
a two minute video and I caught like two fish and they were both tiny. But I posted anyways because I just wanted to start somewhere. And then, you know, it keeps moving on from there. And finally, you know, I built up a big enough following where like Jacob knows I dropped out of school to pursue it full time. <laughs> and so like that's always something weird for me to explain to people, especially older people too, where they don't understand. Like when you say like, oh yeah, I, I dropped out of school to fish. They're like, oh, so you're just like a bum. I'm like, no, like I post videos online. They're like, oh, so you don't make any money? Like, what are you doing? It's like, no, I'm like, I'm making money. Like I'm doing what I love. And they're like, yeah, that's great kid. Let me know when you get a real job or you go back to school. It's like, whatever. Like, yeah. Right. I mean, if you even want to talk about money, I mean, kids that are like kids our oh age, gosh. I mean, you're make, you're making more money than them. I mean, you're cause you're, and you're doing what you love. But the thing is, you're not just making videos and just f like floating it like, hey, that's whatever doing this. Like you're really involved business wise. I mean, you're networking through the, I mean, you're doing, every, you're doing everything right. I yeah. Mean, you don't even like, I never even realized how much goes into it between like, you know, it's not as simple as sounds like go out and film, come home and post a video. You know, it's like, you film, then you edit, and then it's like, okay, well, how do I label this video and get a good thumbnail that people are going to be interested in it? And it's like, all right, well, what time of day do I post it that more people are going to be open and have free time? And so, like, I always try to post videos later in the day, you know, when people will be done with work or off school and stuff like that. And it's like, okay, well, now I've done that, like, how do I follow this up? Like, what's my next move? And then it's like, just a lot more complicated than you ever think. And now, Jake and I have been talking about it a lot lately. I'm in the position where I'm getting to reach out to companies about like sponsorships and stuff like that. And it's like such a huge new thing for me because like, you know, I'm 22 years old. Like I'm not a businessman. I'm not used <laughs> to it. And I have companies like trying to talk to me be like, Oh, we want to do this with you or that. It's like, uh, I mean, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. But no, yeah, exa exactly. I mean, that's what, that's what I really, really look look up to you for i mean you're such just such a forward thinker i mean you're not just doing you're just not really going through the more motions you're thinking now tomorrow and the next day i mean most people mm -hmm. just kind of think of the present but you're kind of really thinking about the future plan it, it's always good to be thinking ahead a little bit you know you but you don't want to get caught up i feel like in being like oh god if this goes wrong then that plan i made right. in september you know you always want to have in the back of your mind a game plan but i do think it's good to live in the present like you're you enjoying yourself too. too exactly yeah. you want to enjoy yourself you don't want to overthink everything be like oh i need to do this today and then tomorrow and then two weeks from that it's like enjoy where you are today and tomorrow will come and you'll handle that some that's some good wisdom i'm gonna Get that tattooed on my back. <laughs> I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> I'm I won't. I won't. So when you do edit your videos and stuff, um, I mean, because I've been a big follower since like day one. I'm like OG to this. Jacob you know. is probably my biggest supporter. I besides got, my mom. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing your hat right now and it's custom. And I mean custom because his hat's kind of, I have a really big head and his hat's kind of ran a little slim. So I... Long story short, just took ripped off the back, added hot glued some. I don't even know what you call those. The snapback, the sna like the snapback. What makes a snap? I like took some off other hats and like snapped it together and glued it. And it's been, I wear this hat everywhere I go. He's got a triple wide hat. I got like a yeah. I got a. It's like, okay. I understand the big jug head. Got a football head. I, I dude, I got a big noggin too. It's all good. <laughs> Man, but no. Uh, uh, since your video is from day one, of course of changed and evolved to some degree but 
what I really like, I mean, especially the video you just came out with, just the music you've been putting in the background. So, like, for, like, the B-roll stuff, when you approach putting music in the background, because, I mean, all your stuff's, of course, very scenic. I mean, where you were just in, so you were just in Ohio, Ohio and Virginia. Virginia. It's definitely not South Florida, so it's kind of a different scene, a different vibe. So how do you approach kind of putting music finding the right music yeah finding the right music you just kind of be like oh i like this song i'm going to do it but or do you look at it be like oh i think like something like this or do you already have like a plan in your head well originally i would just kind of find like oh this song is cool and i would put it up and add it to the music and then i think one thing that takes everything a step further is finding music that matches the tone for what you're filming and music i think stronger than anything can convey such strong tones like it can change the whole entire sequence of a film or a movie you know that's why you know you watch movies that have good soundtracks and you're like damn that was a good movie and the soundtrack nailed it like hit it home you know what i mean and so when you start looking at music more and gearing it towards like the proper tone that you're trying to convey it can make a big difference and so a lot of what i do is go on soundcloud and just dig through soundcloud and find musicians who are okay with me using music in their videos and i've used some of jacob's band the helmsman a couple oh, yeah. times and i plan on using them a lot more and um, it can be hard, like really looking for the right song and going through. And a lot of times you try to find stuff that's instrumental and sometimes it doesn't have to be instrumental, but that's probably what takes the longest in editing is finding good music Yeah, because it can be really hard. And one thing that's changed a lot for me, I think you're aware of it. Like I don't really ever listen to electronic music all that much or like no. dubstep and mm-hmm. house music, but for videos like it kind of works really well with like short paced videos that like you're only having 30 seconds of b-roll where you have this like really fast paced cool music and that's what a lot of like younger people are into and stuff Mm. like that and so i've started listening to a lot more electronic music and that's even led me kind of listening to some rap every once in a while it's interesting how whatever you're working in or doing kind of can change your taste of music right yeah and i mean just like myself too i'm not really into edm or electronic i'm really not either i won't listen to it unless I'm like trying to find music for a video and then when I'm listening to them, I'm like, I appreciate this. Like, it's not what I'm going to listen to all the yeah, time. Yeah, that's, I, I mean, that's what I was going to, that's what I was going to say also. I mean, your choices in them, I, I like it a lot. I, I'm like, the songs you pick in your video, I find them being very structured. The instrumentation is just done super well and you're right. I mean, you, you got like a 30 second, 10 second window and you're trying just to grab it and set the mood sort of thing. Yeah, it, it's a difficult thing trying to, use 30 seconds of a song and portray a tone because a lot of times it's just using like maybe the intro riff to a song or using the bridge and oh, setting the tone and finding the right music 30 seconds. Yeah. You know, finding the right music can be a hard thing. And I'm sure a lot of people who are filmmakers or even musicians, like trying to find that perfect tone that kind of encapsulates what you're trying to come across as it can be a really hard thing. And Jacob is like a songwriter musician. Like I bet you guys spend a lot of time, just sitting there in the booth or sitting around like thinking, okay, like how is this riff going to make your energy or like what you're thinking about? How's it going to make you feel? Oh, for sure. Especially kind of like going to the studio stuff too. Cause I mean, we just did a record in St. Augustine and I mean, we've been playing some of these songs for a very long time. Some of us have been playing for even longer, like Jesse and Derek. I mean, the two founders of the helmsman, I mean, one of our originals, they've been playing for, a very long time but um and then going to the studio and approaching it and like capturing those sounds you kind of reevaluate some stuff and then like when you record 
it's like there's not enough attack on it enough and not enough emotion and stuff like that You're so like, I mean, how can i make my point come across more clear exactly really make yeah the listener feel what i'm trying to tell them because mm-hmm. uh yeah i mean like especially like with guitar riffs and stuff since i play guitar in the band um so like approaching some of my riffs or guitar licks i don't want to be kind of on anyone's toes or anything i don't want to be playing like a melodic line while jesse's singing because vocally the the melody of the vocal should be up front first and stuff like that's just the way you approach it yeah it's cool i mean i i have so much respect for true musicians you know i consider myself there's people who play music and there's musicians like i'm more on the side of like i play music i play the guitar i like to sing and have fun and but then there's people who like actively are searching and making a living out of it and i feel like you're on the bridge i mean i've I've heard some of your og originals (laughs) yeah they fire those high school originals about like girls and stuff like that girls yeah i enjoy playing and i love to sing and sometimes when i have the time i write i just find myself not having as much time anymore and one of the reasons like I've been really wanting to try to get into new projects and I want to start working with you and doing different things. I think it'd be fun just cause I, if you don't play music, which I doubt you don't, if you're listening to this podcast, but it's just such like a great creative thing. That's like good for your soul. You know what I mean? Like for sure. It's nothing more therapeutic or rewarding than that. And working out. I like to lift weights too, but yeah, for me it's, it's music and then fish er, fishing. Yeah. I've been getting in the gym a little bit lately. Oh yeah. Balkan <laughs> season. <laughs> Cutting season. Cutting season. <laughs> Jacob's bulking. I'm cutting. Always room for bulking. No. Yeah. What what kind of bands have you been listening to lately? Um, I'm trying to think. Ooh. Hit me with your hot picks. <laughs> um, some of the bands I've been listening to lately, it's, I can't pronounce the man's name. Lead, <laughs> lead singer of the Black Keys, Dan Arpachar. I also can't read either. I know who the Black Keys are, so I'll give yeah. you a pass. So, okay. And I think so, if you say lead singer of the Black Keys, people are like, okay. Yeah, right. so his name's Dan. I don't know his last name, but he has. Um, he just came out with a solo album, and it's awesome. It's super, super catchy, sing-along. I like just how he recorded it. It sounded really good. Is it similar music to the Black Keys, or is it different? No, it's it's very different. It's almost like folk meets like indie pop. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, and then like one of my one of my favorite songs he has Shine on Me. I mean, literally says the words Shine on Me for the entire chorus, but it's just so catchy and just the structure of the instrumentation and all that. I have been listening to them a lot. Um what else? What have, I've been listening to um Post Malone. Post Malone. Oh, po- oh Posty. I love Post Malone. If, if someone told you like the idea behind his music, I bet 100% both of us would be like, "No, it doesn't interest me. I don't like that." Wait, like, what music? Post Malone. Like oh. if someone like said to you like it's like this dude that's like it's kind of hip hop, it's kind of rap, like but there's like good instrumentation to it, like you'd be like it doesn't really sound like my thing. You know yeah, I mean? no way, no way. And like what I love and respect about Austin Post because we're so tight, like on a first <laughs> name basis, um, is just his approach on music. He's always, always in a creative process and like just has such a creative mind and such a happy outlook on life too. I mean. I think I don't know exactly what it's called, but freshman list rapper XL, some big hip hop rap magazine that features. Oh, I know, okay. I know, I know Kodak Black was on it. I bumped some Kodak here and there, but <laughs> I know Kodak Black was just like featuring new up and coming rappers, musicians, and I. I mean, please correct me if I'm wrong, but I think I read something that 
Post Malone declined being on that because he's like, I'm not a, like I'm not a rapper. Like I'm, I'm like I'm an artist. I'm a musician. And it's pretty cool. I mean, there's a video of him singing uh, an old Bob Dylan song um, on YouTube. And I think he was like 16. He's got such a great voice. I love when he sings. That's that's what I was surprised about. Is I found him and I listened to one of his songs. I think it might have been Congratulations, yeah. the first one I ever heard. And I was like, yeah, it's okay. And then like I went back and I listened to White Iverson. And I was like it's pretty awesome. Like, yeah. I'm like, this is just really different. Like, cause that's what I was saying. Like, it's not rap. It's not really like hip hop. It's almost like R and B influences. Like you can right. hear all the different genres that really influence him. And it's really difficult. I think to infuse all of those and to make actually good music and for not to sound like trash. Exactly. No, for sure. My first, um, <laughs> how I found out about Austin, I'm gonna just call, I'm gonna call him Post Malone. We, we, we ain't that tight, honestly. But yeah, <laughs> oh, no, we, you're not that yeah, tight. No, no, I, 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 I lied. I lied. I mean, if you want to tweet at me, what's up? But the first time I discovered about Post Malone was um, H3H3 videos. That's actually how I found. Oh him my too, gosh! Because like I'm like, who is this guy, and is why he is he really so freaking funny? funny he's so witty. What's so crazy to me? He's our age. He's 22. Yeah, I know. Like, that's so insane. And he's worked with Justin Bieber, with Kanye West. Like he, His first tour, I think, was opening for Justin yeah, Bieber. Yeah, yeah. Like, on was, the Purpose tour. Oh, my whatever. gosh, I know. I like, hate that I know that's what Justin yeah. Bieber's tour was called. <laughs> hey, we, we're, all, we're uh, Post Malone fans. So, so that's, it's that's, your boy, Posty. It's, it's your boy, Posty. Man, he's, he's so funny. I've been listening to a lot of Post Malone. And um, I kind of got back into um, Linkin Park a little bit more um, after just the it's and like i just it's just I, i'm lost for words for that because i'm really a big lincoln park fan too um so i mean yeah i mean of course it's just i feel like a lot of people do that when i mean when um you have like a resurgence of you're like damn that sucks like, yeah you go back and listen to it too like i mean i listen like i remember the day when i found out i was like just I've never been affected by a musician's death like that before. Mm-hmm. Like I, I actually cried. It was like insane. It was insane because I just thinking back, looking back, because um, my dad is like, my dad's like the biggest Lincoln Park fan too. My dad has the worst musical taste ever. <laughs> like he like shows me stuff, and I'm like, I feel bad because I don't know how to tell him this is just terrible. But he doesn't have really good musical taste um, as far as kind of like... he's not a musician or anything. Like and that. he's not a musician. Yeah. He's a general contractor. <laughs> but um, he... Yeah, no, he showed me Linkin Park. Like, well, that's the thing, too. Like, we don't really have, like, the same humor, mm-hmm. personality, or really anything. But you guys shared that. Yeah, that's, like, something we shared was um, Linkin Park. And it's, so it was just really... Like, you got in the car with you and him. You guys would jam out the Linkin Park. Oh, for sure, game. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, we'd um, we, uh, go to South Carolina, do some family stuff, too, and he'd just be jamming out. There. I remember he bought me, like, a live uh, concert series, too. I, I watched, like, the heck out of that because Chester was... Such a freaking perf- good performer, dude, dude. Such oh a performer, God. great singer. I mean, if you don't like their music at all, but you have to respect the fact that he was a good musician, a good musician, and great performer. I and mean, such it, a unique voice. Yeah, too. such a unique voice. I mean, it was it was just hard when I when I saw that when I found out the news about that. I just I thought someone made a typo, and like everyone was talking about like how it was fake and this and that. I'm like I. Surely hope is fake, but like every that's so sucks, but every main too. news source is coming out. But yeah, because I remember I was trying to like listen to them at the gym, and I just like weirdly got the chills, and I just like I had a I just left because I was just like spooked almost, just like listening like some of his music again. Like his lyrics were just like some of his songs, like the Catalyst. That's one of my favorite Lincoln Park songs. 
it's, I mean, it was popular when that album came out, but it, I don't think it's like kind of like sitting up there, but that song used to speak to me a lot. And then just been screaming at me lately. It's just crazy. It's, I think that's just a true testament to how really powerful music can be that it makes you have those emotions about someone that you've never truly met in your life, but you feel sad for the loss of them. Absolutely. It's insane. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's the thing too, because I don't really like country that much. I mean, like some of this new age stuff. I mean, like even I, I like country music. The new age stuff doesn't sit with me. I yeah. I mean, it. yeah, there's still stuff I just don't like, but even, yeah, I mean, even there's some bands like, I mean, if I go around town and like see like a new local band I ever heard of, and maybe I just don't like, I'm like, I don't really like it that much, but like I look around and see people connect to it. I mean, if you're, if music can like make a personal connection with someone, then that that's awesome. I mean, I mean, that's what it's all about. That's yeah, point, ab- absolutely. I mean, that's what people kind of turn to music. It's like brings people together. It's unity. I mean, it's the, cra- it's the craziest thing. And then it's awesome. That's really what I love about it too. It's crazy, man. And even like what Chester died, passed away like a month after Chris Cornell. Yeah. Yeah. A month Chris before, Cornell. Yeah. That's, that's what like hit me, dude. Yeah. I loved Chris Cornell, like his solo stuff, mm-hmm. Soundgarden, Audio, Audio Slave. Yeah, that was amazing. He, I will say, is probably one of the best singers that ever lived. Mm-hmm. Like Chris Cornell, just there, his range, and it was just unreal. And the thing is with that, too, because um, I've always listened to like Audio Slave, Soundgarden, and like all that stuff, too. And I liked it, but I never really got to dive in. You like never as, dug into it. N- like as much as I did with like Chester and Linkin Park, and then it's just like so sad and I saw that I mean like even like when Michael Jackson died and I know Michael Jackson is like the king and it's just like <laughs> a whole other perspective perspective and like music and all that stuff I mean whole other category but when he passed away people like were of course like freaking out and stuff but like I just remember a lot of people like judging him hating him saying all these nasty things about him in the tabloids and then like mm-hmm. when he's gone everyone's like oh I was his number one fan and stuff like that. People are so fake. Yeah, it's media is so fake. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The the shmedia. The shmedia. Third thing, I think the only celebrity I've ever cried passing away was Steve Irwin. I was like, oh, oh my gosh, at the time we were like in sixth grade, right? That dude was my hero, dude. Yeah. Have you seen um Have you seen the videos of with um his son, dude Robert? Dude, his, his, Robert. his son is like he's, he's got so much of his dad in him. It's crazy. His daughter, the babe. His daughter, dude, Bindi, she's a babe. <laughs> she got that Aussie accent. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> um. Oh. Uh. You want freestyle? Spit down some freestyle. I'll, I'll freestyle. Okay. Yeah. Let's go. I don't know how this is gonna sound, but you know what? It's gonna. It's gonna bounce. It's gonna go up. It's gonna go down. It's gonna go around. Yeah, this is a podcast called Music and More, so shut the door. I'm with Lawson Lindsay at his house, and he's beatboxing as quiet as a mouse. I hope it's quiet. I hope it's good. Yeah, you know what? (laughs) I was trying so hard. That would be really funny to end like everyone doing something like that. Really weird freestyle. freestyle. I was trying so hard not to curse or anything because <laughs> it's just like when you're just like yo freestyle yo mother f this and beep 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 and beep 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 and getting up and up yeah <laughs> oh, <boom>. little boom <laughs> so i guess that'd be a good way to wrap it up with a nice tasty freestyle but um 
A real nice cringy freestyle to wrap cringy it up. Cringy freestyle. Um, you wanna? What are you doing, lady? You wanna grab a beer or something? That I could go for an adult beverage. Uh, an adult beverage. Uh, hit the Tequesta Brewing Company. I'm all crack a cold one with the boys. Crack crack a cold one. Shout out TBC. If you want to sponsor me, you're more than welcome to. Okay, so um, thank you. I don't I don't know how <laughs> just to self to self promote. Yeah, <laughs> self promote other people to get promoted. I don't know how to end any of these, but um, I'll th- close it out. Yeah, to close it out, Lawson. You guys, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoy this podcast. If you have suggestions for maybe it's topics or guests that you might want to have on, if it's in the realm of possibilities, I'm sure Jacob would be happy to do it. He's a great man. That's what he's all about. Thank you for listening to Music and More presented by Musicians Daily. Follow us on the Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all those social media plugs. We can leave those links down. But uh, I think that's it, right? Yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. Um, we're still new to this whole thing. Email us questions, musiciansdaily at gmail.com. If, uh, yeah, make sure to follow Lawson stuff. I mean, uh, Lawson, L-A-W-S-O-N, Lindsay, just how it sounds. Um, he's uh, the fishing guy, so, like, you just see fish. You just you'll, you'll find me. Type Lawson and there's a picture of a month of fish. That's me. <laughs> yeah, you'll find me. Not many people have my name. It's good. <laughs> but, um. I know I ended these, so I'm just going to end it. So um, thanks, everybody, and uh, bye. Appreciate you.